Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along. We had a technology issue and you still couldn't tell me what episode we were on. <laughs> I didn't look. I'm sorry. I was too busy staring at my shot waiting to take it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we are actually doing a little bit something different. We're recording A, during the daytime. <laughs> B, sober. <laughs> well, okay, let me phrase that. Yet. We're always sober. But we might be, all right, we're not sober, but we're usually maybe feeling good. Like a slight buzz going. Yeah. We haven't had a drink just yet at all. Well, we had to give our livers a break because the Thanksgiving holiday may and the day after may or may not have taken a slight toll on our livers. I, I don't remember going to bed on Thanksgiving, but I'm also going bed. through some personal issues with family. So. Oh, yeah. We're just getting hit hard on yeah, all ends of family but, lately. you know, it's all good. I'm, I'm here with all my favorite people. Yes. So we hope everyone had a fantastic holiday. Um, our hope. holiday was actually relatively, it was it was good this year. Um, a little family drama, but what holiday doesn't? I hope everybody had a fat, full Thanksgiving. Like, I hope you ate until you felt like you had to explode. We were just talking about this. I, this was like the first Thanksgiving, and I'm sure cue the fat comments from my haters will happen after this, but this is the first time, uh, like Thanksgiving, that I, I didn't even like overeat or anything. I didn't feel stuff. Like, Make that because you were like really busy. I was choosing to drink my calories. <laughs> I was actually really, really busy, and I prepped the entire dinner. Well myself well we used to go back and forth between certain family members and we would give everybody a chance to go ahead and like cook and all and we didn't mind it because we would go there and we would be like hey all right we're just here to drink and have fun then uh you don't have to worry about getting up unless someone needs help with something uh but we've our our family's a little bit older now and you're like the go-to chef now so well my brother-in-law says he absolutely loves my cooking. Your parents can't cook. And it was it was a little different this year because your daughter drives and she actually split the holiday between both um families and she drove drove to our house for dinner and went to her other her mother's side of the family for dessert and it was just uh it's kind of like a prelude into what it's going to be like when they're all older. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is a holiday that it, it's a great holiday, but it's not one of those mandatory holidays that you have to always be around everybody. Right. Yeah. And so we had, um, we decided this year that we were going to have some family that obviously, um, your family obviously has always been awesome. Um, I also invited friends of both Vanilla and we had some of our lifestyle friends who we've actually been friends with for a while. They have kids. They came over. Um, it was like a revolving door on Thanksgiving. So that was pretty awesome, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I, like I was saying, you're like the go-to chef now. Oh, thanks. So I think our Thanksgivings are going to be a little bit more hectic, but we still try to find ways to enjoy them. Um, you crack open a bottle of wine. and At 6 a.m. Uh, you crack open your <laughs> bucket of Fireball. At 6.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, it, it takes the edge off and you just relax and enjoy yourself. You don't stress about anything. It was just really nice having like so many blended people under one roof and I know it, you know. Well, it was definitely a concern going into it, and maybe that's why we had a, one more extra shot. Possibly. Uh, um, but I will say, like, even though we live a very sexy life, it was nice that it, was, it wasn't just about that. It was everyone was there literally because we're all friends and and people that were coming together. And our vanilla friends that came knew that these lifestyle friends were coming, and they were very um, 
open-minded and I was very proud of them and very happy that they weren't just being fake kind or fake nice. And to be honest with you, I don't think I would be friends with anybody that would put on a fake face like that to people that I consider my friends as well. But everyone was truly genuinely like, you know, in interested in what the other person had to say. And it ended with you not even watching the nighttime football game because you were passed the fuck out. It wasn't necessarily, uh, it wasn't partly that. We were also watching a movie. Well, you watched the Cowboys game and that's yes. all that mattered. And yes. they won. And, and then we threw on a movie. We've, the greatest showman. <laughs> yes. Not very Christmasy or <laughs> no, Thanksgiving, but, but this is how you could tell when Chris is really drunk. He starts getting super emotional. <laughs> like, <laughs> very sad movie at times, man. It's not just that. You would look over at me and I'd be like, what's the matter? And you're like, I just really love you. And I love your feet. And I love all this. <laughs> you know, and it, I remember ending and that's it. I don't remember taking my pants off. Because uh, I did it for you. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just. It was a combination of, I was a little nervous having certain people around certain people. And then I was also dealing with some personal family issues. Yeah. And I just wanted everything to go smoothly. And it, it really did. It was it was a great holiday. Um, I'm sure people saw on our Twitter and our, our Snapchat, we posted some pictures. Yeah. Um, it was a great holiday. And I guess, you know, it all worked out. <laughs> Let's hope we could all keep our shit together through the Christmas holidays. But, uh, as tradition, my as my, tradition, my love. Yes, cheers. Cheers to you. It is unfortunately not Fireball because we drank it all, but we're drinking some Southern Comfort shots yes. while I drink a mimosa. So yes. this is going to mix well, this very is, well. <laughs> this is my go-to shot. Yes. Cheers. Oh. Nothing like a straight up warm Southern Comfort shot. It burns just right. Not like Fireball, but okay. Um, so what are we gonna talk about today, babe? We have so we much haven't to- really lived any lifestyle moments in a little bit, so I think we're gonna get back I out think there. It's been about a week or two, but it's yeah. been we've been so busy with the holidays and the kids. Like we like we talk about, this is our worst I, time of year. That but might not change really. come your birthday though. It is my birthday is coming up. Thanks for that. That was a nice smooth transition to that. I know we're we're going out to dinner next this Friday. Yeah, so we did have to change plans a little bit because someone planned I'm the sorry. entire birthday weekend on a weekend that we have our children. Uh, we planned the entire birthday weekend on the weekend we have children. <laughs> right. We both looked at our calendars and then like for whatever reason it randomly just came into our head like like two weeks ago, like wait. We have kids. <laughs> yes. So originally it was going to be the entire weekend of the 7th and the 8th. Well, now you and I are going to dinner with, um, actually, we're doing the same thing that we kind of did for Thanksgiving. It's going to be a mix of lifestyle friends and vanilla friends. So we're going to dinner this Friday. Uh, we're going to go to Fogo de Chals in, in Philly, which I'm very excited about. It's a Brazilian steakhouse where they give you the the card on one side it's green and it's red on the other and it's super fancy we're gonna get all dressed up and that's, right. that's the kind of place you go when you're rocking that keto stuff yes you don't order sides they all, literally all steak all day you don't you can order sides separately and I usually don't I'll hit up the salad well now I can't eat salad because apparently everything has salmonella that's lettuce so. I think it's E. coli it, whatever both i mean but, they're both yeah. bad okay <laughs> um and then we are gonna we're gonna be right around the corner so we're gonna hit up um mcgillian's <clears throat> mcgillian's uh great little spot 
It's an Irish pub in the city, which anyone who is in the Philadelphia area knows how difficult it is to find a little bit of a dive bar or bar, especially right there in Center City. Yeah, that's and that's, cheap. that's not overly priced. Like we obviously we go places and we know what we're going to spend, uh, but it's nice occasionally to go somewhere and know you you're not going to like break the bank. I just to like, have a few beers, maybe a cocktail. I feel like even though it's my birthday and it should be what I want, I'm still always want, I want I want I care more about people and I want to be surrounded by people that I care about and and things like that. So I'm not going to go to a rooftop. I'll do that with you and maybe another couple or something like that. I'm not going to plan my entire party to be at a rooftop bar that people are paying $20 for one drink for. Some of our friends can't afford that, especially right before the holidays. No, I I completely agree. And it should be a good time. And then the following weekend. The following weekend is the big party at our infamous dive bar that we love, Somerdale Bar in Somerdale. Um, We are going to be there uh, starting at 10 o'clock and closing the bar. And yeah, I am am planning on getting as freaky as possible that Saturday. So I'll be prepared. You should be. (laughs) We debated about getting even a hotel room because, you know. Just in case anything happens, it's a lot closer to bring them back <laughs> to that thing. Well, you also knew what my one my one birthday wish was, honey. What's that? You you know. I, I think I'm drawing a blank. A gangbang. Oh, okay, yes. I was thinking that, but I wasn't oh I wasn't sure if that's the route you well, were. Well, you better get the plan and we are like two weeks away here. I'm gonna have to get on like a nap now. <laughs> Where do you find men at? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> just all over the place, honey. It's just you gotta you gotta get the right kind. So we're, we're calling all men. Yes. Actually, obviously, also had um, a little bit of an issue with you know one of your family member, well, married family couple in your family, <laughs> um, where it they almost weren't going to come to Thanksgiving because they were in the midst of a, a huge fight. Yeah. No. I mean, it was um they're going through some of their own personal problems, and that's fine. Um, it affects me because I'm closely related to these people. And they literally sat in opposite rooms the entire holiday until the very end um, because they're having a marital issue because the husband was caught watching porn. Exactly. Now, I don't know where... Uh, obviously, we live a different life than most people. So that's not a big deal to us where it might be a big deal to other people. But I think my problem with it is... Everyone has their own likes and dislikes and what turns them on, what turns them off, and what they're, what's allowed. Rules, things like that. We all know about rules. Yeah. But I just, even whether I was kinky or not, I just feel like that's a stretch. It, first of all, <laughs> I, I don't know how people are going to feel about my next statement, but hello, it's Karen. I can be controversial. Um, But I personally think that when you restrict your significant other... In terms of doing something that I feel is completely innocent, such as watching porn, that's when you're going to have issues. I mean, it's just porn. And I mean, I feel like he's not cheating. Basically, she she considers it a form of cheating. That's what that's what it is. Yes, that's the problem. But the problem is, is that if you are going to deny your partner a sex because it was a minute that they haven't been intimate with each other in a very long time. How do you know that? I talked to your brother about it. Okay. Well, your brother is, is, this is obviously a family member, but you, and your brother talks to them about it. Okay. Wait, why are you? Nothing. I, <laughs> I didn't know you talked to him. That's why. I did, but he didn't know all 100% about everything. He didn't know if there was more involved to it, as we talked about earlier. 
Yes. So long story short is you cannot sit there and have it deemed that porn is something that is going to cause you've been married for 20 some years and you're really going to have this big fight and mention divorce because someone is watching porn. To me, that is absolutely insane. But it is my own opinion. Everybody's lifestyles are different. We don't want people judging our lifestyle. The problem no. is, is I think that vanilla couples tend to be so closed-minded sometimes. They're so catered into what they think that society should be. We're, we're husband and wife. You should only look at me. You shouldn't look at porn. You shouldn't look at dirty magazines. You shouldn't even look at another woman when they're passing by. Yeah, you and I are walking out. And I'm sorry, the other day, we walked past a really gorgeous girl on Black Friday, and her ass was phenomenal. Oh, uh, that, that nice curve. Uh, oh my god yeah she was wow till they bring her home i started looking and before i could even make mention of it we get we walk right past her we're probably about five feet from her so she can't hear and you just before i could even say anything you're like wow her ass (laughs) i just it was great (laughs) so i'm giving her the props i mean you even at times will catch me looking at another guy and you'll be like "Uh uh-huh and i'll be like yeah so i mean listen I'm, i'm not I don't have any problem. Like I, I'm perfectly happy to tell you if I, if I, yeah, he's good looking. Yeah, that doesn't matter to me. Like that. But the problem is, is that they're closed minded. That's they all. They are so closed minded that your closed mindedness is now going to possibly affect your your divorce. And at what point do you close off your other partner to not even being able to tell you what their fantasies or their wants or needs are? Well, like you, uh, like we all say, it, it's not who are we to judge the way other people live just because we don't live that way. I just think that something like as little as porn, I just think that's excessive. I don't know. Well, I'm judging. I'm judging (laughs) right now. And I'm judging in the comical way because I just, I just, I am still so baffled by it when I saw, I guess what I'm baffled by is the extreme, the extreme that she, when we found out about it and that they might not be coming to Thanksgiving, I immediately thought that maybe he was having an affair or something in that nature, you know? Um, he was being completely dishonest with her. Just how how she was reacting to the situation, she made it seem like it was this huge nine one one. And I think I insulted her. Well, just because, because that's she, your extreme, honey. Oh, honey, yeah. <laughs> well, but when she told me what it was, I did that blank stare at her, and I was like, "Is that it?" <laughs> like I was like, "So you're upset with him because you caught him watching porn?" And she was like, "Well, porn is cheating." And immediately in my head, I was like, "God, I wonder what she would think about our life." <laughs> She found out because this is a couple that doesn't know about our lifestyle. So like that, which was definitely fun watching them interact with uh, people on the lifestyle on Thanksgiving. No, absolutely. And I, I think this brings up a, a decent topic or a question. Um, I'd actually like to know some feedback from people. Like what's the crazy, like what's the, what have you heard someone come to you and say, this is their limit or this is their whatever like they're what you what's not allowed one of the rules and you just kind of like turn your head and go really i think it brings up the whole when we went to the club and they had a no kissing rule and i i get where some people come in that whole aspect that it's a little i guess they think it's intimate but it's not really an intimate setting it's like making out with a stranger on the corner but that is something that I can a little see of it. I'm going to differ with you on that a little bit. Well, I don't agree with it because it's not our rule. I mean, I need to kiss someone because to me, that is the stepping stone to getting to the next part. I need to see if I have a connection with you in terms of kissing. Whatever you watch movies or anything of that nature, and even us, we'll passionately kiss each other. And there's just something so awesome and, and radiant about 
you know, just having that good, passionate kiss. Some people are literally only in the lifestyle. They're not looking for other relationships or anything like that other than maybe friendships. They don't want to have that connection with someone else. Or maybe they're afraid of having well, that connection I, I with someone else. I wasn't putting it on the same level. Oh. I was saying that I, I would love to hear, have some feedback on what other people have come across in terms of rules that you kind of turn your head and like. I'll have. Are you ready? So former coworker of mine back at, at my old job, um, we, we were at the Christmas party. And as you know, from all the Christmas parties I went to while working at that corporate job, you had to pick me up from them most of the time drinks would be a, a tip in and things like that there was one girl we worked with who definitely confessed that they only have sex one day a week after they both shower and it's missionary yeah um there's no toys there's that, no laundry there's no nothing yeah, something along those lines is, is exactly why i'm very of high belief you have to test out the goods before you lock it down <laughs> it's not it wasn't even just her though and i i I'm not saying I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't specifically even due to any her. religious beliefs or anything like that. And I asked her, and I was like, "Well, are you guys like restricted in certain ways?" Because I will respect anybody whose religion plays a big part of it. I'm not religious. Um, I'm more spiritual. I believe. I obviously don't believe in a higher power, as we I think maybe confess on one uh, one podcast. I mean, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, believe in I've, God. I've kind of swayed your beliefs in that. So you didn't sway. I, play, I, don't, I didn't play my own I didn't research play, and other things. I played a little bit of a role. Don't let her fool you. Just I have a, a serious problem with the fact that, like, I was raised Catholic. Can you give me credit for something? Jeez, lady. How many Catholic priests who were supposed to be entrusted with, you know, you're supposed to be able to go into a confessional? And I'm sorry, but you make your confession when you make your confirmation. You make your confirmation sometimes at 9, 10 years old, 11, 12, whatever. However, your, however long you're doing your schooling for when you get to that point, you've got priests that are taking advantage of these little kids that are coming into these, you know, confessionals and that were altar boys and things of that nature. Like, who said that a priest had to be celibate? Fucking nobody else was celibate during Bible times. Well, they all had wives and kids. Don't, um, don't, um, uh, bleh, sorry, that sounds horrible. That's not even a word, is it? Don't. It's okay. I get tongue tied all the time. Don't they, uh, now I'm not of the belief and I never have been. I've always been a belief big believer in fate um isn't something i don't know if it's in the bible or anything but isn't it along the lines of where you're supposed to love everyone basically yes but yet we are we find specific people or reasons that not everybody's love because of their sexuality or their race and that's like a complete slap in the face right there and it's like how can you believe and preach but yet you hate people because they're bi or they're gay. I am holding my hand up, preaching to Christopher right now. And <laughs> I feel like that's the ultimate slap in the face of that's your belief, but you're obviously not listening to it. Well, remember, I was called an abomination when our family found out right. about uh, it. Listen, we've had our run-ins. We have our, we've had our run-ins with friends. We've had our run-ins with family. Plus, we know people that aren't a more, like, we have our levels of kinkiness, but we have a lot of gay friends, lesbian friends, and that are really out there and they're so the hate mail they get sometimes and just uh it's just embarrassing and just, it I is. Don't know. and how can you believe in something like that if the people that are true believers don't even follow what it says exactly it was a love all so i'd rather love all and believe in i don't know I how believe. this got onto a religious tangent, it is but but now that we're on that topic real fast <laughs> can i just say that i found out that we have a witch in our family 
like from this ancestry tree. I know. We're supposed to take a trip to Salem now. Apparently, she was hung as one of these witches, and I am not excited that she was hung. I am super excited to know that the fact that I feel like I have like an inner witch in me anyway. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're gonna be summoning demons and shit. No, stop it. <laughs> But so, yeah, so that that topic of I'm just curious, I mean, with our listeners, what do you think about the fact that there are people out there that view porn as cheating or the fact that this person wasn't even given an outlet to even talk about any fantasies or wants or needs that he he has sexually? No, absolutely. Like, how would you handle that? If you let's put yourself in a situation where would you leave your partner if you couldn't watch porn? No. Wait. Like if you were the one watching the porn. Can I get a porn, redo? If you were the one watching the porn. <laughs> yeah. And they said, I believe that's cheating. If you're going to do that, we can't be together. I would then probably have to analyze the fact that I'm probably not having any of my sexual needs satisfied or my wants or desires. I get it. This is not like someone coming to another person and saying, hey, and I, I'm, I'm into BDSM. But some people aren't. Some people aren't into getting lit on fire or whipped really hard and things like that. Some people are. <laughs> it's not like that's an... Ex- I, I don't have any problem with it, but you're not lighting me on fire. <laughs> but to me, that that's a little bit more of an... Ex- like, you, you can't that's always... That's extreme. It's extreme. You have to be understanding... I respect, I respect it, though. <laughs> yes. But if someone, like, to me... Oh, I want to have like a threesome or I want to role play or I want you to wear more lingerie. You know, even if you're not involving a third party or anything of that nature, hey, I want you to watch porn with me or hey, let's make our own porn. I don't understand why these needs and desires have to be. Do you know, do you know what porn is? It's an outlet. It's an outlet. We're an outlet. It's an outlet for the people that have fantasies. They want to live a, a lifestyle or maybe a kink. And they know their partner won't. Or they know their partner won't do it. Or just the, the generic one where the partner's maybe not having sex with them and they're horny. So, like, I, when we first, before we got into this lifestyle, before I told you any of my fantasies, you don't think I watched them first? You did. You told me. Yes. You so, told me that you like, found that was the an, whole cuckold thing that was That was an outlet to experience it and see if it was something truly I was into. I watch BDSM porn sometimes, so I still gotta go. find you at one of those real doms. Yeah, I'm just looking for a dom dom that knows what he's doing like, with I'm, a lot I'm of talking these contraptions. Dungeon, licensed, yeah. everything. <laughs> 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 he imagine go up to city hall to apply for your dom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anything you guys have ever heard crazy, you know? I'm reach just out curious to, us. I'm to know curious. if there are more people out there like this that are so their mindset is so closed off that even porn to them is cheating i just can't fathom it so you know i know well you also had an interesting topic that you want to talk about because i made a friend you made a friend on snapchat i made a friend on snapchat and she's a unicorn Uh, a married unicorn she's a married unicorn so her lifestyle is she's in an open marriage Mm -hmm. and she's the unicorn for a couple awesome she's not bi really yes now she did say that they play for in front of him every so often so i'm thinking kissing maybe nipple play is this something though where she maybe has to have a few cocktails before she does it probably too though so that also i think i think that also when you're someone that says if you if you're like i'm if you're if you go out there and say i'm bisexual but you need to be hammered to play with a girl or a guy i don't think you're truly bi 
Because you should be turned on by them already wanting to do things. Oh, absolutely. Um, she claims she's not by, and who usually it's the opposite. People claim the other way, so I believe her. Um, and but she says occasionally that they'll play in front of him, like some kissing and all that. But I was curious about how that dynamic works because maybe I'm closed minded. I just assume that if you're in a poly or a throuple like relationship, whether it's two guys and a girl or two girls and a guy, that the same sex gender is their relationship throuple. Is it purely because all right? So she called it a throuple. To me, a throuple is not just about having that one go-to girl or guy that you have threesomes with. A throuple is someone that you're also in a relationship with, with as a as a as a three. As, well, I, I mean, as a three. <laughs> when she well, all right, I'll give you an example. Um, she calls herself a unicorn. I don't remember if she was the word throuple, but she went on a date with the guy. So to me, they're in a relationship. Right. Um, she's gone out with the wife. She's gone out with both of them. So she's a consistent role in their life. I, I don't know if it's the mimosas, but I'm very, I don't know how I feel about this because I don't know how can you be a female in a throuple and not be attracted to the female. Well, I didn't say she wasn't attracted. She just claimed she wasn't bi. And it made me wonder, how can you not... How can... I just feel like the dynamic would be different. I don't know. Like I don't think it's a true throuple then. <laughs> if you're hearing a long pause, it's not because we didn't edit it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I can see what you're saying. But if she's dating both people... But how can you date someone and not be a bisexual? Of the same sex, I mean. Oh, you go out for drinks. Isn't that a date? No, it's a friendship. <laughs> I have girlfriends I go out for drinks with, and listen, while some of them are hot, well, they, they I'm also, not like cross I said, she also they've played. It's not, I don't think to the fullest extent. I don't think she'd ever play with her by themselves. That doesn't mean anything. Like where you would. I would, but I also mm. feel that sometimes people's definitions of a throuple are you do everything together. No. Nobody plays with the other person. I don't no, think I'm so. saying some. Some some, yes. Oh, I, not I've me. talked we I get emails all the time from throuples. Apparently throuppling is very common. We get emails all the time where they even say like their main rule a lot of the times with a throuple is the other person is not allowed to play like they have to play together. Just send me pictures. Oh my god. <laughs> I have no issue. But uh so I don't know. I guess it really just brought up the point that I was thinking that I even said it to her. I was like, Oh, that's I said that's different and she was like, What? And I'm like, I just you just automatically assume that especially when it's two women, let's be honest. I mean it's a little bit more people you know what I mean. Um I'm just still stuck on this whole and I'm probably wrong here and that's well, okay. All right, what, okay, then what about the phrasing just unicorn then? I thought the unicorn is just the girl that is meant that comes over just for pure sexual play. But it's also usually um, for the couple. Yeah. So if she's not bi, then is she not a unicorn either? I don't know if she's not bi, why she's with a couple then. I don't know. Maybe it's for the guy. Maybe he's got a big dick. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but then you're not a throuple and you're not I, a unicorn. I, you're just someone that's having, you're into the guy, but he's married and, and you want to be with him, which is fine, I guess, as long as you're having that conversation with the wife. I would think I'd want the female to come to me and be like, look, I'm not truly bisexual. I'm not anything like this, well, but I really want to be that's just more like an husband. open marriage and you're the, hu- and the husband's dating. There you go. But maybe, maybe the couple has a rule where he can't have his own girlfriend. That, well. So maybe she's sucking it up. 
and calling and, and dealing trying. doing the bare minimum with her. Maybe she has fun with her when they're out in a non-sexual way, like out having drinks and stuff like that, which is why she does it. But I don't think you're being a fair unicorn, and you're certainly not a throttle if you're not into the girl. You might not be a true bisexual, but you could also sometimes be attracted to a woman, just one woman. Well, I don't know if there was an attraction or not. I didn't ask that part, but I was still like kind of thrown off by the fact that she was a unicorn with a couple that was not bi. I don't know. I guess it just I found it odd. Is that weird? Am I being judgmental now? No, because I think I'm being super judgmental. I, I, I found it. I just found it a little odd because I just feel like like. That's the whole point, I feel like. I feel like it's a full-on threesome Let me tell you life. something. My throuple that we will have eventually, unicorn, whatever you want to call it, okay? That girl better be so much into my pussy as I am into her pussy that... And, and it's not even... It's not, even take the sex out. She better want to go on a date with me and me on a date with her and things of that nature. To me, it's not a throuple. I'm not going to have a, a chick come in here that's not just a hey let's have like a little bit of fun maybe one time or whatever come in here and want to have a full-fledged relationship because she only wants it with you and she just does bare minimum to keep me happy <laughs> i'm worth something i'm worth a lot i don't know why b just came to mind who <laughs> b <laughs> uh, because we always talk about that b was not she b. was not by she did the bare minimum she was all over your tits you guys made out but I went down on her. You went down on her, and she really avoided doing that to you. Yeah, she didn't do it at all. As, as best <laughs> as possible and whatnot. Lazy um, fucker. <laughs> I, yeah, so if everyone has uh, known and they've seen, uh, occasionally when I uh, am feeling a little, little good, um, I'll throw up on our Twitter or, or I'll throw up a message on our Snapchat or whatever. And we like to hashtag things, obviously, kinky, swingers, love, marriage, all that stuff. I've been throwing up the hashtag throuple hunting. We're going to make it trending. Because <laughs> um, I feel like that's, that's kind of what we're doing. But we're not eliminating the other aspects of our life. Like, you still, if a, if a, if a, if a respectful single guy, hopefully hung, came around, <laughs> you're all, you're down. And with couples, because with, with couples, it's more of like a friendly sexual thing. Right. You know, so like if it, if we get because we do sometimes get emails like, "Are you guys not into couples anymore?" Yes, we're in the couples, but obviously we've been a little more gung ho and finding a female more so to date. We haven't really been able to find a couple though that we've been into mutually. I mean, I know we have some people coming to my birthday that I hope that we can get to know even more, and that turns into a couple thing. But that's I mean that's the extent of it right now. And I think that's what makes it maybe a little harder to find that female to date because they actually have to be open to the fact that we're still going to couple swap and we're you're still going to find guys. Listen, I saw that news article about the guy who is in a throuple relationship with two women and they've been in it for years. The one woman just had her first baby with him, but the other woman yeah, had, had like a baby. A, yeah. A couple years old already. Yeah. So they're literally like raising kids together, but if that one woman can stand by while the other woman got pregnant first, because you know when you're pregnant, you do need more attention. I mean, you're you're fucking cooking a human being for goodness sakes, okay? Like it takes a toll on your body and I, shit like I, that. I can only imagine. Like you have to be really secure. Yeah. Because you're gonna watch this woman have a his baby grow inside of her for nine months. Share life. 
And you don't have that yet. Like, I'm talking the first woman that had it originally. Yeah. And the other one had to sit back, didn't have that connection with him. And now that she does have it, I think it makes it a little bit different. I'm just saying, if they can survive that, <laughs> any throuples can survive anything else. I'm sure else. we can find a, a girl that's okay that you still fuck the occasional dude. Because oh, she can yes. go do it. Well, that, You're not locked down. That is what, and that I think is a problem, though. Some of these girls will come in here and they're okay with, you know, they want to be with the both of us and things like that. But they don't understand the fact that we also want to still live out the other aspects of our life. And they're not comfortable with that. No, we're not locked down. Why would she be locked down? If you find a, if you have a fuck buddy, go fuck them then. Because for whatever reason, honey, just, girls like fall in love with you. Just make sure you, you climb in bed when you're done. You all. know that all the girls fall in love with you. Our bed will be open. Our girl will be unlocked. Okay. All the girls fall in love with you and they have this thing for you. And that's great. It's just sometimes they, while they wrap their head around being a throuple, they can't wrap their head around one weekend maybe not going with us to a swinger party because it's couples only. Yeah, I mean, and and that's kind of leading towards the, um, as, I like how you worded it earlier, uh, oh, that girlfriend we will have. <laughs> yes. it. We do have some standards, in a sense, like or some rules, I guess, that she has to be okay with. So it does make it a little bit harder to find. Because um, it, it, as we will be very all about her, it won't be always just about her. No. And that's all. Just is like that, it's not selfish? always just about it's me and it's not always just about you. And, and to be honest with you, if there's like a day and if she comes into the picture and there's a day like you're like, I, I met this really cute guy. He wants to take me for drinks. Okay. Well, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing. You and I haven't really gotten to experience the throuple relationship. There could very well be um, a, a possibility that I care and like her so much. I'm not going to want to go with other people. I'm going to want to be like... I want to have movie night with me, my husband, and my girlfriend. I want to stay in and have drinks, you know, with me, my husband, and my girlfriend. The problem that I'm also wrapping my head around, and maybe it's a little bit of fear. We talked about this. I don't know how I would explain the girlfriend to our children. Um. Well, that's a, all right. So uh, okay. So what if we end up being, I mean, in a a, a decent relationship with a girl for over a year? I, Is she I, always going to be mommy's friend? I guess I and I'm going to get so much hate for this. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I, lo- I love all of you. I really do. Even the haters I love. Uh, um, okay, that's you. You can love them. <laughs> I well, because they're listening. <laughs> um, that's one more extra download for us. I fuckers. <laughs> I I'm very open and honest with my kids to begin with for most parts. Yes, I'm not going to sit there and say, hey. Daddy fucked uh, Karen and another chick the other night. Uh, nobody does that. That's just weird. Oh, yeah. But I have no... I don't think I have an issue. If if, a, if someone came into our life and it got serious with all three of us together, I would have no problem telling them that she's in a relationship with me and Karen. Well, here's the thing. There's a very or, good sorry, chance Karen that... Karen and I, before there, I get corrected on that. <laughs> There's a good chance that you and I will be discovered by our kids. We live in an era of technology, and as the podcast grows and the popularity grows on it, there's things that they may or may not... I mean, look at my fucking nephew found us. Oh, we have four of them. One is bound to find it. Yes. And if it's one of the boys... 
The other two, the, two of the other ones are boys. Now they might not be comfortable going to their sister with it, but I don't see any issue with them going. Oh my god, look what I found from mom! <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh god. Um, and it'll be one of those therapy but, nights. But here's the thing: is like, why, why I don't want to make sexuality um, something that is like, oh, this is weird and uncomfortable with our kids or anything of that nature. Yes, I'm not going to be talking about my sex with no. my children. That is completely inappropriate and no. And honestly, I would hope if they ever stumble upon our podcast knowing where their parents, they, they would choose not to. Maybe that's where, you, if you have your, like, all right, I was a kid. Uh-huh. My friends found my parents' porn stash. I remember you telling me this. I walked out in their living room and they popped the tape in and... My parents were on the screen. <laughs> I walked out of that room and said, y'all better find something else to watch. <laughs> Quicker than that. Now, maybe they have a friend. The friend likes podcasts. The friend likes kinky podcasts. The friend finds our podcast. Maybe your son goes, oh my God, I think that's my mother. I'm not telling him to tell what the friend to do, but he should know better than to listen. And I think that's what most most <laughs> kids would do is they're like, I really don't want to hear this from my parents. It's not... It's not um, making them deter away from whatever they want to do when they get older. It's your parents. Nobody wants exactly. to really hear that. And, the, and, and that goes back to the whole beginning uh, story that we told about the wife that was very against porn and it, she considered it cheating. To me, that's a very closed-minded person, and I don't want to be closed-minded with our children. So if we were serious with a girl, uh, that's our girlfriend. I... I'm okay with it. Now, it's up to you to figure out if you're okay with it. No, I am. But it has to be serious. Yeah, I'm talking a year in. Yes. This is uh, not, not something like that's later. like, oh, this is a month fling. And yeah. oh, no, mommy's friend is just always, she, she's hanging out with mommy a lot. And, <laughs> and Chris. Because... How but we can, also do a lot of our stuff when our kids aren't around, obviously. We do. There's a reason it, why we don't bring a lot of people that we just meet back to our house. Our house is sanctuary for our children. Yeah, it's it's a safe. It's a safe zone. I'm not going to bring well, a stranger I here. I really don't trust people. Well, we, th- we throw parties here. We throw the parties are with people that we've known for years in this lifestyle yes. that have children of their own that we trust and things of that nature. No, absolutely. Um so we're very cautious with that anyway. So we would never like be that upfront if it's nothing to be upfront about yet. But I mean, if you, I mean, I know where you're heading with this and the and mindset. Your mindset is, well, what if, uh, like, I'm not gonna invite the girl. To, I'm not gonna not invite her to Thanksgiving if it's serious, or I'm not gonna have her over for special occasions if it's not serious. You know, right? So what do you say at that point? You, you have to say it. You have another choice, right? You're so, obligated at that point to say because it's just weird if you don't. Exactly, I agree. I just know that I'm, this is. I'm sorry, no, I had to say, mommy. Why is she, why is uh, this girl over for Valentine's Day? Isn't it your, yours and Chris's day? <laughs> like, what are you gonna say? Valentine's Day is a day about love, and sometimes you can love your friends. <laughs> that, that's actually a good answer, <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell them to shut up if they want their chocolates. <laughs> You know what I mean, but that's a good answer. It really is. Because it is. And you know what? I want my kids to be accepting of all. I see what we have gone through, what other people in the lifestyle. I mean, we follow certain podcasters and things of that nature. And okay, can I – I'm going to name drop here. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Sure. So I have another Twitter account, my personal Twitter account, and I follow, even though they blocked us for their reasons, I follow Average Swingers. 
average swingers well, does. Account to get him blocked now. <laughs> they don't know which one. I'm just kidding. I I actually have a lot of respect for them. Um, I know that there were some issues, but hopefully one day we'll meet them and we'll get to, to talk it out and have a beer. If not, whatever. Bygones be bygones. Anyway, long story short is they actually do this. Um, I forget. It's like AS uh, Average Swingers Bull Live or something like that. And it's the husband who goes on either sometimes with the wife or his friends and, and things that nature. Now, I'm probably getting it wrong if that's not a friend, but I just started following it. They actually posted... Um, a live video about how him and his wife went on a date with another couple and this other couple were completely using derogatory terms to describe gay people and they were like hating on gay people like true hate not like you know like oh i'm not gay you know that type of thing or whatever they were literally like hating and he even said in today's era we really still have this type of hate for it like I get it. You got people that are religious, whatever. They, he said, they literally were were at, like super assholes about it, and that is not a world that I want my children to bring into the world. I want my kids to be accepting of whatever you are. You're in a different lifestyle. You're in a different sexuality. You're in a different situation. Whatever it is, you want to be monogamous. Then go be monogamous. Yeah, it's everybody's choice and everybody's right. Absolutely. And that is why, so I, I give them, when I heard that they went on this date, my heart actually like ached for them a little bit because I, I can imagine if it was me sitting across the table from this couple, I would have needed bail money. No, I'm just kidding. I would never resort to violence like that. But I, the day wouldn't when have When you lived. say violence, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to like pummel someone into bloody mess. No, but you I would throw your drink on them and that's assault. So. No, I would have, I would <laughs> you have. You still need bail money. Yeah, no, I would have hurt them with my words because it wouldn't have been pretty. You could be screaming and loud and you could get like public whatever. I know there's something for it. So either way. I think it's like nuisance or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so you could still need to bail money. It's okay. You could say that. All right. Well, yes, I would never physically hurt anybody because first of all, now you're stooping to a level way below them. You know what I mean? Like they drew that out of you and they're, now. You're, they're not worth it. They're not worth you, it. You yell at them, you make your peace and you walk No, you away. know what I also do? I grab the nearest chick or whatever and I have a full-fledged makeout session with her as long as she permits it. So. Yeah, um, there is. Yes, consent first. Consent first. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that is just something that yeah. I will give them the full props that when they talked about that, I was like, I can't imagine being in a situation that they were in. But you know what we can do as the lifestyle community? We can keep pressing on. We can keep promoting people no matter what their sexuality, their preferences, whatever they are. But we also, as parents, because a lot of these other podcasters have kids, and I see that they instill the same values into their children. Oh, we I, I, I need guarantee- to be sending these kids out into the world as non-judgmental people. And that's why I would not have a problem telling them if it was something serious. Because I want them to live an open, free, judgment-free lifestyle. Question. What? Would you? Okay. So New Jersey makes it legal that you can marry as many wives as you want and husbands as many as you want. Oh, like Utah? Huh? Like Utah? I'm just saying. <laughs> is it Utah, really? I, I think so. I think oh. you can have multiple wives. Is that where the whole like sister wives yeah, are based so, at? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So we find a girl and we're with her for years as a throuple. You're proposing. <laughs> Only that, that would actually be 
But how does that work? Because you have legalized, it would technically be a same-sex marriage with me and her, right? Yes. So if you're entitled to more than one marriage, can she then also marry you? I mean, if the state legally allows it, which I... I don't think you can. So it's like, who picks who? I don't see why. All right, so I'm not... Because you can't be married to two separate people, but you can have more than one... As long as it's your first... No, because that person can have more than one marriage. I thought that in Utah, you could have more than one wife. So isn't that marriage? It is, but I... And you are marrying... You're already married to someone marrying another person. I don't know how it I just totally complicate this shit out. I was just curious if you would be... If you felt that those... We would want to take that relationship that far. um, You can't predict the future. But I can't tell you what we would and wouldn't do. I mean, if you were like gung-ho... Because you're... The biggest problem we always had was your fear was like love. And at that point, you have love. Right? Is that something you're... I think as we've done this podcast and we've been in this lifestyle, I have evolved as a person. And my fear was always love, but I, f- I feared that I... I think my fear was never that you would love another person now I look at it. My fear would be that you would love that person and fall out of love with me. Oh, that's not happening. Right. But here's you're my like thing. You're prime picking, girl. Now that I am more opening to my sexuality and my relationship status with other people... If I did love another person, female or male, then that's just extra love to another person. Okay. Give you your answer very shortly. <laughs> um, I don't think it's anything that's ever going to happen in this state anyway. Uh, but if it were something that were possible and we were both in love with this person, I don't see an issue with it. Right. Um, but aren't you proud of my like evolution I do. here? I feel like you you've grown a little. I think that because I, I think your your problems, like you said, your problems in the beginning were more fearful. Well, my than problem anything. is also insecurities. No offense, but I'm I'm going to throw it out here because you know what? I've been called six hundred pound girl on fucking um, things, and I'm little, not. That's a little off. That's a lot off. I've, I've literally seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The problem is, is that I. I am the curvy girl of the group, and I try to own that curviness with confidence. But I will say this. Sometimes it can be very intimidating when every girl that we bring in is super sexy with their bodies. You know, when you've got a stretch mark on your body because you've given birth, and I, I'm with other women who have given birth as well. I mean, Kay has has kids, and the other person that we're talking to that we were with has had kids, and they don't have stretch marks on them. He had kids too. And B had kids. Yeah. Everybody's had they kids. They all had kids. Yes. Great bodies. And they've got stretch marks. I've got like two or three on me that are like super there. You can't. I mean, I can. When I do my my spray tanning, they go away. But what am I going to do? Spray tan every seven days. <laughs> I don't have the time to barely fit in swinging. How can I fit in a spray tan? <laughs> I, and I, I respect that because I have my own insecurities. And I don't know if we need that as up. I got to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that my insecurities sometimes have gotten in my own way. And, <laughs> you know, there's something, bless you. I apologize. There's something different about when you start putting your tits out on Twitter and you do some of the work that I've done in the past with camming and things like that. You know, you put your whole body out there. I've learned to love my body even more. Can I, can I make a statement? Yeah. And I'm glad you have. And I love that dearly. I will never not find you attractive. Well, I know I'm hot. I will I'm never want to leave you. 
I will never not love you. Right. You are like my soulmate. Literally. Aww. If we found a girl and it got serious like that, if she can't love you the way I love you or love me the way you love me, then it wasn't meant to be anyway. Right. So if that ever came to that point, that means that no matter if the girl's 90 pounds or 260 pounds, no matter what you are and your your weight or how you feel about yourself at that point either, because obviously we're talking years down the road, it just wasn't meant to be at that point. So it doesn't matter. Right. You know, so I wouldn't, don't worry. I would never worry about. No, I don't. Any, I don't anymore. I'm talking about that. I think that is what prohibited me in the past. And that's why you're very like, you can't like. I mean, look her. at, look at how the first time that we went into a sex club and I wore pants. I wore, I mean, they were stretchy pants. I wore stretchy pants, heels and a low cut top. The, I think the worst thing to do when you go to a swinger sex club is to wear pants. No, you got to wear like a. A skirt or a dress. It's just easier and you don't lose things and things like that. Um, Slutty dress. Exactly. I wore pants with like knee high boots. Like that was like the, it was like like, taking off layers and it was ruining the moment. But that was what I was wearing. If there's ever do not enter moment, (laughs) you're giving it off right there. Sorry. All I was missing was a chastity belt. But uh, no, but as we've progressed, it's been more and more of wearing sexier outfits and dresses and things of that nature because I am confident with who I am. I know that I go to the gym all the time to make myself healthier for my kids and things of that nature, but I will always be a curvy girl at heart and a curvy girl no matter what. That's just what my family always is. And I love my curves. I love who I am. Hey. But that, I, it's so amazing at how self-confidence can really sometimes cl- make you a little closed-minded in things. And the fact that I've had so many supporters come to me and say, you're hot. You know, even the guys that I've gone on dates with and things like that that have come back for more or things of that nature. It, yeah, it makes you feel good. But it's like, I had to look myself. I did. I got naked one day in front of the gorgeous mirror that you bought me in, in our in our room, the nice, the nice big one. <laughs> and I got naked one day and I just really forced myself to look at myself. And I looked at all my flaws. I looked at the little cellulite that I have on my thigh and things of that nature. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're not a Playboy model. But you know what? You're real. And not saying that that Playboy models are not real. I was just trying to pump myself up, okay? So to all those people that are like, oh, well, Playboy. But no, I've met plenty of gorgeous women who have hearts of gold, okay? I'm just saying that I had to tell myself, you may not look like the models, but you are sexy. You are sexy. You've got curves that are sexy. You've got curves and and you and your little imperfections. And your personality are okay. is sexy. And your uh, your how fun you are is sexy. Exactly. And you're I'm a and, fucking blessing. You're, you're an bliss. awesome person to listen. And I'm not gonna put this all in the right mind sh- shape or whatever. The last girl is a smaller girl, and she loves you. Oh, yeah. Like, Most of them do, except lo- for B. Loves B, you. because B wasn't bi. <laughs> Even K loved you. Yes. Um. So I, I could see that. And now, you know what? Now that you say that, it does make... Because you were very adamant back in, when we first started this. And you were like, well, if, it's okay if we, we find someone to uh, fuck uh, female-wise. You're like, but I don't know how I feel about like feelings and emotions and all that. Yeah. Um, so I can see where that's all coming from now. And I, I'm actually, it's very refreshing to hear you evolve. Um, I know. It just shows I, you're, I'm growing with my it, podcast. It, it just shows that you're such an open-minded person that even you can sit there and say, you know what? I might have felt that way. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, 
But I was wrong for my feeling that way. Other people could feel that way and be fine with it. Yeah. But now that I'm really... I'm not saying I was wrong. I think that it's not really truly what I wanted. But I had to work on myself first. Yes. Okay. Or else it would have been detrimental to everyone. To everyone. And even if we tried to bring a girl in here, it would have probably been like for a relationship time. It just yeah. would have been bad. Like, look, I even get a little bit upset because the one girl that I was really looking forward to who has the potential of it is just not available in that aspect. She's not an available unicorn. Like, right. Hashtag throttle, honey. Exactly. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I look at that. It turned into this whole karen uh revolutionizing how she feels karen about telling it. me she wants to marry some shit so no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you will always be my number one and as we say you'll always be my ride or die she could be one b she'd be one b you're one a she'll be one b <laughs> but yeah so i don't do you have anything else to talk no about i think that was really really all i mean we just had some things we wanted to talk about and yeah a few things to get off our chest i just found the real closed-mindedness of that family member just to really be like even though everyone's entitled to their how they feel and their own rules in life but right. it just seems petty it does i mean come like literally like you put on tv these days and there's half-naked women and they're going at it yeah. And it's like... You watch yeah. American Horror Story on FX at 10 o'clock, which is a cable, like, you know, or it's a, like a show that's available to most channels. You're going to get some, some vulgarity. Can you not... <laughs> can can he not watch that? I mean... I know. Like, what's the difference? I know. But... But guys, we thank you for tuning in to another podcast episode. Uh, if you guys want to send us emails with some of our questions that we asked you guys or any comments or your own stories, please email us at swingingalong69 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, at swingingalong69. You can add us on Snapchat. Swingingalong. <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram. Swinging along podcast. Yes, very is, good. It's not shut down yet. Normally, it's, well, because we we've been very careful what we post. So <laughs> we've actually been asked to to take do takeovers of other of other Instagrams, and I'm still surprised at how some of those Instagrams are around because I didn't post anything on our first Instagram that was super provocative, and I, I got shut down. It, you know what it is? It's the people you piss off. Yeah. It's probably being reported multiple times because it somebody off. That's all. Yeah. Um, it's not that yours is worse than other people's. Those other people's, nobody's mad at that. Well, now I learned that Instagram can't shut you down if you just wear a really low cut top. So. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed. And I have a feeling our next podcast might be a little kinky considering we're, we're getting going ready to record it. For her. No. Oh, I thought. Oh, no, no. I was talking on. current kink. Oh, yeah. We're going out for her birthday on Friday. And who knows what will happen? I, I have a lot of ex- expectations. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but guys, yes, uh, follow us on Twitter, add us on Snapchat, add us on Instagram. Um, you guys can email us. We're still working on the website right now, so it's down. But when it comes back up with the new blog and everything like that, swinging along. Also, it's the holiday season and everyone's going to need some sexy lingerie or some toys. Make sure to hit up adamandeve.com and type in swinging. That's S-W-I-N-G-I-N-G. And you're going to get 50% off almost everything. You're going to get three free DVDs and you're going to get free shipping no matter how small your order is. And you're going to get a free gift from us. So head on over to Adam and Eve. I know I've already did some purchasing and I'm going to be modeling some of my recent lingerie. I just purchased something too. You did. We forgot to mention my pink diamond butt plug. Yes, we're uh, we're gonna be training her. 
I think we might post that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I bought you an outfit. You did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I don't think everything. <gasps> now I'm even more excited. Okay, but yes, go there. Order some fun shit. Yeah. It's, a, it's <laughs> holidays. Who doesn't like opening up a sex present? So guys, we hope you had a wonderful holiday season and we will be posting. And now that things have tamed a little bit. Uh, they're a lot more calmer now. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we'll be back onto our same schedule with everything. So I know we're going to have a surprise episode of the cuckold questions, which these are amazing questions. Yeah. That one should be in a few days. And then I plan on, we're recording next weekend after our night out Friday. So we'll see what goes. Which means I'll be super hungover and pro- or still drunk when we're yeah. recording. So I'll just give you another drink to get you going. <laughs> Thanks. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.